0: Are these sounds familiar to you? If not, what about these? (laughs) Video games have been a central component to American culture since the 1980s. They've connected us, led to many an argument, and even inspired a new gamer identity. The walls of our homes no longer confine us, as these days, most Americans play games online with complete strangers from around the world. Do you ever stop your mission and wonder about the people who made this possible? You might be surprised to discover that one of the leaders at the forefront of multiplayer video game technology wasn't from Silicon Valley, California, but was located right here in Arkansas. Hear her story on this episode of the Art History Podcast. Welcome to the Art History Podcast, where we discover all the ways Arkansas history is your history, my history, and our history. Okay, so I admit that I am definitely not a gamer. But I am interested in telling the story of lesser-known figures in Arkansas history. I had never heard of Danielle Bunton Berry, Danny with an eye to her friends, until last year. But recently I sat down with Tara Lockerano. She's an independent scholar who has researched and written about Danielle Berry. We discussed Danny's significance to technology and how her importance to Arkansas history goes far beyond
1: video games. So, Daniel Bunton Berry is a video game designer and developer um, who was born in St. Louis, Missouri, but in 1965 she moved to Little Rock, Arkansas, and that was where she was based, where she um, published her games from and where she lived for the rest of her life. Um, And so she's really one of these pioneers of the multiplayer game, Um, that's so popular today that's really not super well-known. Many people don't actually know who she is, Um, but she was developing games in the 70s and 80s um, for multiplayer gameplay whenever it wasn't really thought of as something that was important or even potentially possible. Um, And so that's sort of the breakdown of who she was. And then also she was a transgender woman Um, In 1992, um, she came out with her identity as a transgender female, um, and in that same year she had gender confirmation surgeries um, to confirm her identity, whereas previously, um, pre-transition, she was identifying um, as a male because she was born biologically male, and then she was also identifying as the name she was given at birth um so from 1992 through her death in 1998 um, she was a trans woman according to tara multiplayer video game
0: technology that exists in the present would not be where it is today if it wasn't for danielle
1: she created three games that were central to this idea of multiplayer gameplay so the first Um, was the game I talked about in 1978 called Wheeler Dealers, where she created custom controllers so that four people could play. Um, The second was Mule because it was also a four-player cooperative game, but especially in regards to current technology and current video games, um, she created a game called Modem Wars, which was the first game to utilize modems in two separate places to allow players to play in real time together. And that's really how we play now, you know, is through the internet connection. And most people who play video games now are not sitting in the same room like early multiplayer gameplay um, required you to do. So I think especially with that last game, Modem Wars, that she really set the standard and started this move towards gameplay where two people didn't have to be in the same place and they could connect over an internet connection, a modem connection to play in separate places. So I definitely don't think it would be where it is today without her contributions. First game released in 1978, um, she actually created four custom um, controllers so that people could play together because that wasn't something that was going on in the industry at the time. Um, And, once again, people didn't think that with the limitations of the technology, because it was a brand new field, video games were in the 1970s, um, people didn't think that it was possible to have more than, especially two players, playing a video game at the same time. And so, from the start of her career in the late 1970s through the 1980s, she was really creating these brand new pieces of technology and these brand new designs for video games that developed into the beginnings of multiplayer gaming, which is massive currently. Um, And that's really the direction that the field is moving into right now. Um, And so I consider her a pioneer in this field, and I think anybody who actually knows who she is and what she's done in video gaming does as well.
0: Danielle Berry's story is not only a significant narrative in the history of technology, but is also an important but often untold story in Arkansas history.
1: I think, well, I mean, obviously her contributions to the video gaming field make her significant to Arkansas history as well. Um, We don't really hear too much, especially with these like epicenters of technology you know in the west especially with like places in california um i think she's significant to arkansas because she was this sort of small time developer um in little rock arkansas who was making these massive changes in the industry um and then also she's a unique figure in history you know she is this trans woman um who many people at the time knew you know as her former identity um, and so she was making big waves in that way as well. She was extremely unique um, and she was a very prominent figure prior to her transition and so she was a very prominent figure post-transition as well. Unfortunately, she passed a few years after her transition um, but I think her time as a woman is extremely important Um, and she's so unique to arkansas history because you don't hear about these types of people very much so i think she's definitely important to arkansas history and realizing there are these types of people here who are trying to make changes and who are um, making changes i asked
0: tara why someone like me who has more than general knowledge of arkansas history had never heard of Danielle Bunton Berry. I mean, I
1: definitely think part of it is, you know, that she was trans. You know, we still deal with the prejudices of people, um, with minorities, with different sexualities, that type of thing. Um, So I do think that throughout the years, she has sort of just been pushed to the recesses of the internet because of this shift in her identity later in life. Um, and I also think that, especially in regards to like the history of technology, there's just so much, technology moves so quickly um, that it's easy for people like her to sort of get lost in you know everything that's being developed and everything that's coming out in the future. Um, for somebody like her who was on the forefront of this movement, it's very easy for her to get sort of pushed underneath all of that other stuff and for people to have no idea who she is or for only a very small percentage of people to actually know who she was.
0: Finally, I asked Tara why it's important to acknowledge Danielle Berry in Arkansas history. She told me that not only did Danny live in Arkansas, but truly considered herself an Arkansan. The state inspired her in many ways. Tara ended our conversation by explaining the importance of Arkansas maybe loving Danny a little bit more
1: I mean I think because she was on the forefront of this movement you know we've seen where technology has gone now and we've seen that essentially her vision about technology connecting people um, and technology being a way for people to interact and connect with each other I think because of that vision you know She's extremely important, and then once again, because of her stance as this unique figure, um she's extremely important, especially in Arkansas history. You don't get a lot of discussion about um you know potential prejudices and things that have gone on in the past, you know in regards to like I said before, minorities, different sexualities um you don't get a lot of discussion about that because of you know the ideas and beliefs that are held in this region. And so I think it's extremely important to bring these things up and to show the diversity of the state and to show the diversity of the people within the state, you know. And it's interesting because, you know, Danny loved Arkansas and she credits Little Rock and Arkansas more generally as a huge inspiration for like the video games that she put out and the work that she did, especially in designing video games. And so, you know, I think... Essentially, Arkansas needs to show that love back to her, you know, she, that she espoused to the state throughout her career.
0: Thanks again for listening to the Art History Podcast. For more information about Danielle Bunton Berry, I've linked an Encyclopedia of Arkansas article about her in the episode notes. As always, thanks to our sponsor, the Arkansas Humanities Council. If you're interested in any of the grant opportunities and other initiatives the council provides, please see their website. That's also in this episode's notes. "Play Me Like That Video Game" by Joseph Bell Habib was featured in this episode. This episode was written, created, and produced by me, Heather McNamee.